Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Movie Trivia Schmodown. The following contest is scheduled for three rounds in the Inner Geekdom Division. Introducing first, with a record of one win, two defeats, he is Cassie the Jackal Swift. All right, so Swift. Here comes the Jackal. Wait, he's gone rogue. He does not. Hey, Rachel. Just doing his own thing. Hey, Jackal. I take it word he is a huge fan of yours. I think many inner geekdom players are looking to the Crusher for some sort of guidance, not only in the game but in their personal life as well. It's an honor. Swift is set in, I guess now. He awaits his opponent, who is a member of the Mercs. And his opponent, representing the quirky Mercs, with a record of four wins, five defeats, and one knockout. He is Brandon the Hornet. Hannah! Wait, wait, that's not good. Brandon. That is not Those are, are, are masks. A ragtag gang of ne'er-do-wells has invaded the studio. What Rachel, is going I on? I, very life. I, I feel like we might need some help here. I mean, they've just a, interrupted this no, match. Gordon has punched out oh my goodness. three potential robbers in the studio like a true superhero, and Coyne Andrews shows up just in the nick of time. The hero we apparently <laughs> needed. Uh, Corey Jander not really uh, concerned with helping fight the crime. He was going to let the Hornet take care Brandon of those duties on his own. But now it is Coy Jander showing up with the Hornet. Everybody smiles on the Mercs right now. Swift looking very casual. And so at least one of these two matches we think is going to be a clean, fair fight. We can hope. So they're giving their last licks to uh, their players, or at least Coy is. Swift uh, manager lists. And so now I will get to the rules of round number one. Ten questions from ten different corners of the movie trivia. Inner Geekdom Galaxy, 15 seconds to write down that response. The correct answer earns you a point. If you need more time, three repeats are all yours throughout the duration of the three-round match. So use them, but use them wisely. Let's go to Jesse the Jackal Swift. Sir, are you ready to compete in studio? Uh, I am, but first I really want to say to Hannah, you should have kept the Hitman because... One hitman could take out 100 guys, but it only takes one can of Raid to take out 100 Hornets. I, that's actually true. I uh, had a nest in my Good backyard. Factoid. Molly was nipping at it. Took care of that with one can of Raid. Uh, let's go to the Hornet, who I do not believe is an enemy of Molly, the Wonder Dog. 
No, absolutely not. I mean, that was a little harsh to say, but hi, Rachel. It's so great to have you here. And hello once again, Mark. Hello. I'm just super happy to be here. And you know, it's Hornet time. As we say, ready, stay with me, guys. Buzz, buzz. Okay, new catchphrase. Judy Wayne's ready to say buzz buzz. Then let's get ready to Shmoda. I'm telling you, I, I don't think it's an act. I think he's a genuinely nice guy. And I don't think there's going to be any sort of turn at all. This might be the, the true Brandon Hanna in front of us today. <laughs> I'm crossing my fingers, knocking <laughs> on some wood. All right, here comes question number one, courtesy of the legend herself, coming down from the Mount Olympus of the Schmodown to ask some questions with me here at the desk. Rachel Cushing at your ready. Good luck, gentlemen. And of course, I am happy to say that category number one is in the realm of Middle Earth. In The Hobbit, The Unexpected Journey, what kind of creatures are William, Bert, and Tom? And I can back that up as, as far as you love all the inner geekdom categories, but this one really this stole one's at your the top. heart and your bookshelf. Oh, you've seen it. You actually, you helped me move it I one time. I lifted it before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Those tomes are heavy. Five, <laughs> four, three, two. One. Pens down. Jackal. Trolls. Like this guy. <laughs> trolls. Oh, shot fired. Correct, uh, Hornet. Well, that wasn't really cool, but trolls. Correct. <laughs> 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 and uh, lovely handwriting for both competitors thus far as well. Always helpful. Your next category is Star Trek, in which I'm inclined to remind you that should we ask about any film or any film sequel, we do need the full and complete title. Thank you for that. And your question. Nicholas Meyer directed two films in the Star Trek franchise that features the original crew. Name one of those movies. So if you have to write out the whole title, there's yeah. going to be a lot of fast scribbling, and I'm not sure the penmanship will hold up in this round. Yeah, that first question, pretty easy. Just yeah, comparatively speaking. One, one word. <laughs> Was that six letters? Five, four, three, two, one. Let's see if the furious scribbling of the Hornet paid off. Uh, Star Trek II, The Rathicon. That is the correct title and sequel. How about The Jackal? Uh, you can see the two dashes right there. Star Trek II, Rathicon. Uh, we'll give you that. That's the correct, sir. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan is correct. And so it is two to two here as we careen into question number three. What's the category, Rach? Who said it? Which dystopian film featuring Ed Harris begins with the line, Good morning. On this day, July 1st, 2014, at this hour, 0600, we are at the very first airport in the world. You got to do this more often. That was a great read, and I also felt like I would obey your command if that's you oh. saying these things. I'm going to tuck that away. That seems like a good power to have. You should welcome tourists to LAX. Oh. Welcome to Los Angeles. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, the jackal. Snowpiercer? Is correct. How about the Hornet? Oh boy, I love trains. Snowpiercer. <laughs> yeah. We're learning buzz all buzz. kinds of things about Brandon today. Pretty fun. I bet he's got a set in his basement. Let's go to your next category, I which do. is Hasbro. Fun toys to play with in the bathtub, and they As make opposed some to has been. Here is your question. Never was. Who voices Optimus Prime in Transformers: Dark of the Moon? Not to be confused with the great Pink Floyd album. Almost the same name. Mm -hmm. These are the movies that convinced me to not come back and play in the Inner Geekdom. Right. <laughs> we're going to do that yourself. Three. My heart goes out to you guys Two. for watching Transformers. One. Pens down. Let's go to the Hornet. That'd be the great Peter Cullen. That is correct. How about Jesse Swift? Uh, I believe it was Peter Cullen. All right. So they are perfect through four questions apiece. Question five. Off to a great start. Your next category is swashbuckling pulp movies. You will find 
The Horse Tornado in what 1998 film starring Antonio Banderas? When you came to the studio today, did you see Bateman? I, I didn't see him anywhere. No, and, and I don't see him now, which just makes me think there's some scrambling happening. <laughs> this might come down to the wire here. Mm -hmm. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, going to Jesse Swift first. Legend of Zorro is incorrect. How about the Hornet? Me and him sure do have a lot in common. It's the Mask of Zorro. That, you both have uh, right. very First blood. That is correct. So Bud Bud. takes the first lead of the day, five to four. He's still perfect. Swift trails by one. Your next question is in the category of Marvel films. In the X-Men franchise, what is Storm's real hey, name? Look at that. Need the first and the last name. Was that a Storm patch? That uh, <laughs> the Jack was pointing to. It is. I guess if you're wearing an answer, uh, you can kind of, you know. More power to you. Yeah, maybe sneeze, wipe your nose. And, hey, look, it's a correct answer. Makes you want to rethink all the costumes you wear in the show. <laughs> Don't give away anything. Five. Yeah, some of us wear hints. Four, three, two, one. Pens down to a very nice young man, the Hornet. Oh, I don't think I remembered her last name. Aurora Storm. Uh, oh. Not correct, unfortunately. How about Jesse Swift? Did he have it? Thank you. It's uh, Aurora Monroe. That is correct. Aurora and we're Monroe. tied again. Aurora, Aurora, very <laughs> close. But now we have ourselves a tied ball game. That's a really Five good name. All right. Question number seven comes from The Wizarding World. What year saw the release of the final installment in the Harry Potter franchise, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2? You a fan of these uh, these beasts that are quote unquote fantastic? I I I didn't mind the first one. Well, let's uh, clarify. I like the beasts. The movies, mm, jury's out. I so used to know a beast, <laughs> and then I was abandoned. Four. Growl, growl. <laughs> Three, two, one. Sorry to bring up old wounds there, Jesse. Uh, you have first crack at the correct answer here. Well, I'm gonna try my new catchphrase, which is win-win. 2011. That's correct. How about the Hornet? Another great movie came out this year, 2011. What was the other great movie? Was it your movie? You know, Green Lantern's a different movie, right? <laughs> no. Uh, I don't really talk about the green ones. <sighs> your next question is in the world of, could be either one of those, comic book movies. And here's the question. The couple. Prince song, Let's Go Crazy, plays during the opening battle and car chase of what 2010's comic book film? Great song. You know me well enough, speaking of songs. There is a song in the film, The Green Hornet, that I'm particularly fond of. Can you name it? No. Van Halen, feel your love tonight. I should have at least gone with Van Halen. <laughs> and then let Can I get a repeat? That's your first repeat, yes, sir. Categories, comic book movies. The question, the Prince song, Let's Go Crazy, plays during the opening battle and car chase of what 2010's comic book film? Yeah, I really realized that was uh, a flaw in my movie criticism, being an impartial judge, that if you play some VH, <laughs> I'm probably going to review you favorably perfect time to put that song in that movie mm -hmm. really put some pep in that step five four three two one and i can't wait to get brandon hannah's answer this sure was a tough one is it red it is not red oh, jesse swift for the lead was it green hornet <laughs> it was not green hornet either i would have felt very bad about giving away an answer. Oh. And then the Hornet wouldn't have even got it. It just would have been chaos here in the studio. And that's not <laughs> apparently until the second match tonight. We were looking for Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Kingsman, the Golden Circle. 
Ah, All Prince, right. Kingsman. I got it. There you go. Makes sense. All right. All right. Manager conferring, and we're back. Question number nine is from Star Wars. Did you hear that? Are the first words spoken in what Star Wars film? You know, these are the questions that uh, remind me why I retired from Intergeekdom and also why I never competed in the first place. Oh, but Star Wars. You oh love it's Star my franchise. Wars. It is. I don't get many of these correct, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I think I might have got this. I don't know. They're still writing. And I'm counting. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, Jackal. Pens down. And we go to Brandon Hanna first. Is that the Attack of the Clones? That is not correct. How about Swift for the lead? Star Wars Force Awakens. <laughs> Can you say that with more confidence? <laughs> no, well, no, it's incorrect. So <laughs> you should, uh, then no, sir, I can't. <laughs> it's Star Wars Episode Four. I can only say it less confidently. A New Hope. Very first, very first time we heard words in, in Star any Star Wars. Wars film. Back in '77. Now we go to the world of villains for your final question here in round one, six to six, and your question for a point in 1997's classic Steel. Which cast member from The Breakfast Club played the villainous Nathaniel Burke? I like that we've snuck Breakfast Club into an inner geekdom question. Uh, I a approve. Uh, a steel question. Oh, it won't be uh, even better. A classic movie, huh? Individual? Did you enjoy it? Uh, uh, I do like Shaq. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. I preferred him in blue chips. Pens down, <laughs> and let's go to Jesse. Well, dip me in crap and roll me in breadcrumbs. Is it Judd Nelson? I'm not going to do either one of those things, but you are correct. Wow. How about the Hornet? You sure it's not the world's greatest Tommy Doyle, Anthony Michael Hall? Ah, it's oh. not Anthony Michael Hall. Sorry. He's great in those Batman movies, though. So with that, Jesse Swift, who found himself trailing at a certain point here in round one, now has a lead by 1.7 to 6 as we head into round number two. That is the wheel round. The wheel emerges. Five questions will be featured in each wedge category. Questions for two points, unless you need multiple choice. Keep in mind, stealing is available in round number two. So, Jesse, we've given you plenty of time to confirm with your manager. Would you like to spin first or defer to your opponent? Hmm. I will spin first. He was actually looking at the eraser like it was giving him some sort of guidance. You, you gotta may find head to the wheel whenever somewhere. you're ready. Hey, you know, these guys, this guy and Elvis uh, actually hang out, so uh, he's got some great <laughs> advice. Elvis, <laughs> I hear, is good company. We have right. rodents, uh, rodents, we have some racers. Go ahead over there, sir, and right. give that wheel a yank. You All guys right, put some here. WD on this boy? Here it comes. Go ahead. Put some gusto in there. Round and round it goes. Those wild card <laughs> slices lurking, and Swift has spun fantasy sci-fi. So do you want to keep that, or do you want to spin again, give you some time to think amongst you and your eraser friend? He's now, I believe, up to the wheel. Wow. Okay. Um, I am going to spin again. He's going to spin again. All right. All right. Here comes the spin. Whatever he spins, he must, must settle on, <laughs> including a wild card slice. Meryl Streep. No Meryl Streep. <laughs> Apparently hey, fantasy you know sci-fi well, loves him. The what it's going to be, it's going to be. All right, so fantasy sci-fi is the call here for round number two. And that is going to be five questions for the Jackal, courtesy of our fantasy sci-fi expert named, not me at all, Rachel Cushing. Your first question in the realm of fantasy science fiction. Nelson Mishida plays Yakito Yaki Yanagito, the lab assistant to Peyton Westlake in what 1990s film? Five, 
to attempt to avoid a potential steal, I would like to uh, dock down a multiple choice, please. Okay. Is it A, Dark Man, B, The Shadow, C, Time Cop, or D, Tank Girl? Well, hopefully this is correct. This was my first instinct. I'm going to say Dark Man. That is correct for one point. All right, so Swift increases the lead to two, and even Hannah's a fan of that answer. So we go to his second question in the world of fantasy sci-fi. Which Oscar-winning actress plays Agent O in the Men in Black franchise? Emma Thompson. Correct for two points. All right, so the Jackal's starting to get his bearings here in round number two. All right. Your third question. In Judge Dredd, what is the name of the penitentiary that Dredd and Fergie are sentenced to serve time at? I didn't know they had one members of Black Eyed Peas in that movie. Can I get a multiple choice, please? <laughs> is it A, Aspen, B, Brookfield, C, Lagos, or D, Braun? Um, I go with option A. A, Aspen is correct. Yeah, Aspen. One point. We're talking point, about man. a place called Aspen where the beer flows like wine. Two questions remain for Jesse Swift in a productive round number two thus far. Doing very well. And as Mark Ellis likes to say, your penultimate question in the round is, which Oscar nominee plays Pat Novak, host of the Novak Element and prominent supporter of mechanized crime control in the film RoboCop 2014? Okay, that would be the one, the only... The original, Michael Keaton? I think Incorrect. And so for a steal opportunity here, Rachel's going to repeat the question for the Hornet. Which Oscar nominee plays Pat Novak, host of the Novak Element and prominent supporter of mechanized crime control in the film RoboCop 2014? I hate to do this to you, buddy, but I think it's Samuel L. Jackson. That's a big steal. That's a huge steal. A four-point swing cuts the lead to three. It's still 11 to eight in favor of the Jackal, and he has one question remaining in the category of fantasy, science fiction. Your final question. In the film Tank Girl, the Rippers are mutants that are inhuman mixed with what animal? All right, my brain's either uh, treating me dirty or the answer's kangaroo. That is correct. <laughs> it's a, just a weird question. You, you, weird your answer. brain did well that time. <laughs> yeah, that tank girl's got some wacky stuff in it. But <laughs> look, all in all, a lot of knowledge displayed by Swift, but that challenge is a tough one to swallow. Excuse me, it's not a challenge, it's a steal. And it was a correct steal by the Hornet. So it is 13 to 8. And now they, and yes, they, he has a manager who is more sentient. And I don't believe, actually, Corey might have been mixed with a kangaroo. I'm not sure. Go ahead and hop uh, on over to the <laughs> wheel. <laughs> Ooh, new wheel. New uh, me. Am I right? <laughs> All right, Brandon Hanna, very excited about the wheel, as are many fans around the world, and he has spun. That's Middle Earth. Well, I think I'll take it. Oh, nice. a man after my own heart. Middle Earth, crush, unfortunately, crush. Rachel doesn't get to ask the I can't ask the questions, questions though. But you do get to listen to me attempt <laughs> to pronounce everything in Middle Earth accurately. That's an adventure in and of itself. All right, so it's going to be five questions in the world of any film that takes place primarily in Middle Earth. Brandon Hanna, two points per question. Multiple choices, one point. Steal opportunities in play. Here's your first question. In the category of Middle Earth, which character narrates the prologue in 1978's Lord of the Rings?
go for a pin drop. Five, four. I'm going to go with Galadriel. Galadriel is incorrect, so for a two-point steal <laughs> to avenge your earlier steal, Jesse Swift, the question, which character narrates the prologue in 1978's Lord of the Rings? Is it Aragorn? What was that answer? Aragorn. <laughs> Sorry, it's incorrect. Looking for Gandalf. Gandalf. I'm hearing not great things about that 78 version. You well, uh, I'm guessing this one slipped through the cracks for these guys. Talking the green room there. So no points exchanged there. Still 13 to 8. Back to Brandon the Hornet. Hannah for question number two in the category of Middle Earth. Which actor plays the dwarf Dwalin in the Hobbit films? Dwalin. Dwalin. <laughs> I'm going to go with a uh, multiple choice, please. All right. Your four options for a point. Is it A, Graham McTavish, B, Ken Stott, C, James Nesbitt, or D, Stephen Hunter? Graham McTavish. Is correct for a point, and Brandon Hanna buzz on buzz. the board here in round number two, and I already have one mispronunciation. Let's see if we can go for another one here, at least for points for the Hornet. Your question three in the category of Middle Earth. In Return of the King, which actor plays the villainous Lord Denethor, son of? Ectelian. Ectelian. We make a good team. That would be the star of The Conjuring 3, John Noble. Thanks for that information. Okay. That is correct for two points, and now it's getting The devil made me do it. 13 <laughs> to 11. Two questions remain for the Hornet. He can tie the lead of Swift with his penultimate question in the category of Middle Earth, and it is. In the desolation of Smaug, Legolas tells Toriel that his father has protected and favored her for how many years? Ooh, big multiple choice on that one, Mark. <laughs> I can give you As that. As opposed to a little one, of course. Your four options for a point. Is it A, 400, B, 500, C, 600, or D, 700? 400. That is incorrect. So for a one-point steal to pad his lead to three, Swift in the desolation of Smaug, Legolas tells Toriel that his father has protected and favored her for how many years? Is it A, 400? B, 500, C, 600, or D, 700? Uh, C, 600? That's why you don't procreate. It's it just, it, it just centuries and centuries of looking after people. That is correct for a big <laughs> one-point wow. steal. So Swift picks it up here. Brandon Hanna still has a chance to earn points in round number two, but it is going to be Swift who has the lead regardless heading into round number three. The Hornet has a chance to trim that to one with his final Middle Earth question. And it is. Actress Sarah McLeod plays which character in the Lord of the Rings films? That's M-C-L-E-O-D. Five, four, three. Rosie Cotton is correct for two huge points that could become a big factor in round three. 14 hey, don't read my lips next time. Brandon <laughs> Hanna cuts the lead to one, and we head into round number three. This is the round that will determine the match. Three questions per competitor in this all-important round. The questions increase in both point value and difficulty. Two points, then three points, then five points for that final question. And so it is going to be Jesse Swift entering this round anyway with the lead. Uh, Jesse, sir, you have the right to give us your three lucky numbers first from one to 
20. What feels most fortunate? All right, 1 I'm to 16, excuse me. Okay. Um, X, reference it one more time, Roman numeral for 10. That's correct. Just like weapon X, you know? Uh, so I'm going to say 10, and I'll go with my age, which is, uh, sorry to hurt somebody out there, 28, 2, and then 8. 2, and then 8. All right, 10, 2, and 8. So now we go to the Hornet, trailing by 1. Your lucky numbers from 1 to 16 that are not 10, 2, or 8. 7, 9, and 15. Oh, sir. Definitely within the realm of acceptability here. 7, 9, and 15. All right, so Rachel's going to be asking the Hornet this series of questions. I'll be handling the duties for Swift. And, Rach, it appears that the Hornet now has selected category 7 for his two-point question, and that is in the world of Superman, Superman movies. So Superman films and the lore therein. Two points on the table right now for the Hornet. He could take the lead. All right. For two points, Gene Hackman appeared in how many Superman films? Five. I believe he appeared in three. That is correct for two points. Yeah. All right. Got Superman one, two, and then four. One of them was Superman the movie. Uh, Quest for Peace. Oh, oh boy. The movie, motion picture. It's mm -hmm. uh, fun times last season. And now <laughs> we are firmly planted in this season where Swift can regain the lead if he hits his two-pointer. He selected number 10 for his opening salvo, and that is in the category of Spider-Man films. Name one of the directors for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Five, four. Uh, repeat the question. All right, that's his second repeat. Has one remaining. Name one of the directors for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Phil Lord. Is incorrect. We're looking for Bob Perchetti, Peter Ramsey, or Rodney Rothman, all directing that classic. And so now we stick with Swift who now has his three-pointer that he's going to be fielding. Brandon Hanna has a one-point lead, but again, the Jackal still in the ballgame, can get a two-point lead if he hits this question. You selected Category 2 for your three-pointer, and that corresponds to the wizarding world of that kid with the scar. Here is your question. For three points and the lead, in Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, what is the name of Hagrid's half-brother? Five, four, three, two. Elliot. <laughs> Elliot is not correct. Looking for Goppy. G-A-W-P-Y. Grop. I, I believe it's Grop with an R, Mark. <laughs> Groppy is the name we're looking for. <laughs> I knew what it was. And so, unfortunately for Swift, now his back is against the wall. The Jackal does have another question, and it's worth five points. That's mm -hmm. the good news, Rach. Yep. Bad news is it's his last question. So if he hits it, he puts the pressure back on the Hornet. If he misses, the Hornet will have won his first Intergeekdom match of season nine. Mm -hmm. Jesse the Jackal Swift, you selected category number eight for your five-point question, and that corresponds to the world of Jurassic Park. 
And your question. Which character in the franchise says the line, why don't people listen to me? I use plain and simple English. I don't have any accent that I'm aware of. Hammond. And your winner, Brandon the Hornet, Hannah! Hannah takes the win looking for Dr. Ian Malcolm. Ian Malcolm, although I think I speak for a lot of people, I probably would have gone with John Hammond there too. That was a, a tough good question, a guess. little tricky, but nonetheless, those are the five pointers in the Inner Geekdom Movie Trivia Showdown. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.